I'm Haley Bloom-Peterson. Welcome to a bonus episode of the Our Stories, Our Health podcast, featuring our very own Dr. Hannah Lixon talking about all things COVID-19. Well, it's been a little bit of time since we've uh, put out a podcast episode. We've been working on some other things over at Our Stories, but... um, We got some really great news yesterday from the CDC. They have signed off on the Pfizer vaccine for kids ages 5 to 11. So I um, am here with Hannah Lixon again to talk about what this means and um, learn a little bit more about this whole process. Hey, Hannah. Hey, Haley. Good morning. So can you just do the kind of general overview of how this vaccine, which has been available for over tw- or 12 and up for quite a while, um, but how how the process to approve it for ages 5 to 11 happened? Sure. So the, the vaccine that we're using for younger kids, ages 5 to 11 for COVID, is the same substance. It's the same vaccine that we've used for adolescents and adults, but it's in a lower dose. And the reason why we're doing that is younger kids have a stronger, more robust immune system than even older kids, but especially compared to us grownups. And so, so they don't need as much. And so there was a, a study that was done, you know, first showing that, that the vaccine was safe in the lower doses, and then also showing that it was uh, effective at lower doses at provoking the same immune response in younger kids as the higher dose vaccine has been in in adults and older kids. So once those uh, results were available, uh, the vaccine developer, so Pfizer in this case, requested uh, from the FDA an emergency use authorization for use of the lower dose vaccine in younger kids. The FDA then uh, reviewed the data and an FDA advisory panel recommended its use unanimously and the FDA then approved use for uh, emergency use for kids 5 to 11. That happened last week. And then what happened yesterday is the ACIP, which is the Advisory Committee on Immunization Practices from the CDC, had a long meeting where they heard testimony from experts uh, in vaccine development and COVID and pediatrics on the vaccine and the data that we have on it. And they then unanimously recommended its use for kids 5 to 11. And then finally, yesterday evening, uh, the CDC director kind of signed, signed the paper and said, yes, we recommend this vaccine for kids 5 to 11. And so now here we are uh, starting to vaccinate younger kids. And since, you know, some of these sort of approval pieces happened last week, states have been already getting ready to vaccinate kids. So I think, you know, in Minnesota, there's kids getting vaccinated today, which is awesome. Yeah, it's really wonderful. Now it's, it's, hard for especially large systems to plan if there is some uncertainty and the vaccine for younger kids is coming in in smaller vials and we're using smaller syringes to draw it up, which seems like a small thing, but when you're doing vaccination on a really large scale, talking about thousands of kids a day, 
uh, it's really important that all of all of the supplies, all the pieces are in the right place with all the staff and all the systems set up. So, so though there may be some vaccinations starting today, I'd expect it to really get going more over the weekend and into next week. Okay, so I know you can't really ever take off either your doctor hat or your mom hat, but as Dr. Lixon, I'd love to hear sort of what you're thinking about and what you would say to a parent of a five to 11 year old about getting this vaccine? So as a pediatrician and as a parent, fortunately, I I say the same thing and I, and I, I really have no conflict between my scientific and medical approach to this and my, my approach as a parent, which, you know, is, is a good thing, right? It means that, that my values are consistent with what the science shows and what my recommendations are. And I hope actually that that's always the case. Uh, you know, so what I would say in counseling a patient is, you know, the risk of COVID to kids, as we know, is lower than that for adults, but it's still very, very real. And we are seeing COVID spread among kids at school and in the community at the highest rates we have since the pandemic started. We're seeing kids in the hospital with COVID-related complications, including the uh, inflammatory response is kind of a secondary finding with COVID. And, and the risk is very real. Uh, and it's, it's scary. And I am terrified of this infection and what it can do to the health of children, uh, both short-term, but even more so long-term. And so in looking at the data related to the COVID vaccine for kids, it is far and away the benefit of this vaccine outweighs any potential risk when it comes to the risk of both short and long-term complications from COVID infection. So so that's why I I wholeheartedly recommend this vaccine to kids, even, you know, kids who may be lower risk, you know, so so a child who has lung disease or other complications like vascular or diabetes complications that may make them higher risk from getting COVID, absolutely 100%, 1000% should be getting this vaccine. Even a child who is healthy, has no underlying health conditions, they still are far, far safer getting this vaccine than not getting the vaccine. And that's why I recommend it. That's why the CDC recommended it. That's why the American Academy of Pediatrics recommends it. Uh, it's to me as a physician, as a pediatrician, uh, very clear that this is the best thing we can do to keep our kids safe and healthy. So you have two kids in this five to eleven range. Um, are they excited to get the vaccine? Are they paying attention? Do they know what's going on? And um, do you have do you know when they're going to be able to get vaccinated? Yeah. So they have been, especially my seven year old asking when they're going to be allowed to get the vaccine for weeks now because they knew it was potentially coming up and they're excited. Now they they don't love getting shots. I don't know any kids who do and or or grown-ups. No grown one ups, likes right? getting shots, but uh, it's yeah, not bad. It's, it's not that bad. No, and and they are really really excited to have this protection because they know what it means. They've been living through this alongside us. They know how this virus has affected their lives. And they're just, they're excited for it. Um, so we were able to get appointments for both kids for this weekend. So we'll be getting their first vaccines on Saturday. Awesome. 
And then is it the same three-week waiting period between doses? It sure is. So yeah, three weeks. And that's really what they studied. Now, there's some question if, if waiting a little bit longer may actually improve the immune response, but we don't have great data to support it. So, so we'll go ahead and do the, the three weeks between doses. Which I think is just another um, kind of reason to, to encourage people to get their kids vaccinated as soon as possible, because that kind of puts us right at holiday season. For a lot of us, that doesn't mean Thanksgiving might be a possibility if there's a lot of young kids in a family. But, um, you know, some of the winter holidays, it's looking like we might be able to gather a little bit more safely. Mm-hmm, absolutely. So yeah, so the timing for, for my kids with their first dose now, they'll mean they'll be three weeks out and getting their second dose uh, Thanksgiving weekend. So so they'll have some protection by Thanksgiving and full protection by Christmas. Amazing. For all of our parents listening who have kids in this age range or who have older kids and still haven't gotten um, a vaccine for their children, how can they go about scheduling it? Where should they look? Who should they be talking to? There are going to be a lot of different ways for people to get this vaccine for their kids. And I know that many parents want this vaccine. They want it now. They want it a week ago uh, and are really, really eager to get an appointment as soon as possible. And I support that and I love that and I feel it so deeply. Uh, I think within the next one to two weeks, we should be able to vaccinate just about everybody who wants to get a vaccine. And I'm really reassured by that and that this is going to be very different than the initial vaccine rollout when people were waiting and fighting for appointments. Right now, the the options that are open now are through the large pharmacy chains. You can go online to Walgreens or CVS and make an appointment uh, anytime in the next week or two those appointments should be opening up even more within those systems as they get more of a supply in and more of the other like needles and syringes and that type of stuff coming in. Healthcare systems. So, you know, in the Twin Cities, it's Fairview, Alina, Health Partners, Hennepin Healthcare are all either starting or about to start their vaccine rollouts as well. Uh, And Within the next few days, if not already, people should be able to go onto their, you know, online portal, patient portal, or call the clinic to schedule an appointment for the vaccine. Now, some of those clinics aren't starting scheduling until Monday, just because they there's a lot of, you know, technology that has to get lined up and staffing to get sorted out to actually run large vaccine clinics. And so they're just going to have it ready by Monday to start scheduling. So so don't worry if your clinic hasn't started or hasn't made it available in the next two days. Don't worry, it will be coming. And then I also know that, that throughout the state and especially in the metro area, a lot of schools and school districts are planning large vaccine events. So keep your eyes open um, for information coming from your school and your school district about vaccine clinics happening there as well. And I would also just say that, um, you know, the Minnesota Department of Health is a great resource for information on um, vaccine clinics for all ages. Um, And so that's a great place to look for information. And then something that, you know, I'm sure Hannah will agree with is talk to your child's pediatrician. If you have questions, you know, you can send them our way and we can do our best to answer them. But um, heading right over to your pediatrician's office is um, always a great option. 
Absolutely. And I just heard that the vaccine site at the Mall of America is open as of today for uh, walk-in appointments for kids 5 to 11 and that appointments there for younger kids will be starting tomorrow. So just lots of options out there right now for, for getting your kids vaccinated. Make sure, like exactly Haley, like you said, to ask your family doctor you know, if you have specific questions or concerns, make sure you get your questions answered. Well, Hannah, thank you so much for giving us a little bit more background on this um, vaccination approval process. I know that it's been a lot of information, especially in the last week. Um, And so it's really nice to get sort of that truncated, you know, linear, here's how it happens. So thank you very much. Oh, it's my pleasure. I'm just so excited. We're finally to this point. Oh, me too. And for anyone listening, if you um, want to share your story of of your kids getting vaccinated, your own vaccination experience, um, feel free to tag us on social media at Our Health MN. Take care, everyone. Do you have a healthcare story that you want to share? Let us know. Send us a message on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Our Health MN. That's O U R. H-E-A-L-T-H-M-N. You can also get in touch with us through our website. Head to ourstoriesourhealth.org and click on contact us.